Today's episode has been brought to you by Supercob. Supercob Apparel are the newest equestrian clothing brand to hit the UK market. You can check out their amazing range today at supercob.co.uk. Hello, baby. Hi guys, welcome back to episode 11 of the Horsefeed UK podcast. This fortnight we are chatting to Adam from Equilab. He's one of the co-creators and he's talking to us all about the latest equestrian app that you can download and try today. We're also chatting to Amy, finding out how she got on at camp and you can hear all about that. And of course we've got our rider review and shout out segments towards the end. The website's now live, so please do head over to thehorsefeeduk.co.uk and enter our brand ambassador search and our Christmas cover star competition. We hope that you enjoy this episode. As always, let us know what you think. You can get us on Instagram at thehorsefeeduk. Enjoy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Sam. How are you? I'm very, very, very tired and a little bit stiff, not going to lie. For anybody that doesn't know, Amy has been at camp this weekend. Which camp was it, Amy? It was um, one run by Camp Plus at Summerford Park in Cheshire. It's my third time going, so it's really good. Right, okay, so... You tell us we want to know um a little bit about camp we're going to do sort of a, a slightly <laughs> longer than normal chat today because i want to find out all about this camp and yeah i'm sure some of the other listeners will love to hear about it too yeah well, well most people just take one horse but we've been um what's the word a little bit mental enthusiastic um, yeah <laughs> that's, I'm going enthusiastic um decided that i would take both of the girls because I couldn't decide so it's Harmony's third camp and um, I always go to Summerford and do the camp plus ones that Sharon Webb runs yeah. my, I got introduced to them by one of my friends who's gone in previous years really really like encouraging supportive network of people that you find a right. lot of people year in year yeah I was going to ask is it just an annual thing once a year like do- no. No, they have quite a few, and they do junior camps as well. Right, okay, okay. And is this how did, so you find out, have they got a website? Is it through Summerford Park? Like, how you, would... You, they have a Facebook page, and you book through Echo events, so they tend to release all the dates for the year. So they think they start about March, and they do some midweek and some weekends. Oh. And I think they run right the way through to, like, October time. Right, okay. okay. Take wow. extra blankets because normally you can sleep in the pavilions, but obviously because of COVID, it's tent or horse box at the minute. Ah, right, okay. That was what I was going to say. So with COVID, it's interesting because you've been on the camps before. Um, how was it run? Um, obviously with that, you mentioned about not sleeping in the pavilion. Did you feel like it was very restricted or was it safe? Not really, no, to be honest with you. There was hand sanitizer as you went into any buildings mm-hmm. there was disinfectant all over within the shower facilities which are fantastic showers at Summerford <laughs> <laughs> if anyone that's been away and stayed with portable showers they will understand these are proper ones they're amazing ah. anyway so yeah the um the meals were 
done the same except for they had the big screen up as well because we get home cooked teas as well oh what what food what that so you know the, my ears cracked <laughs> up when there was food mentioned what sort of food what did they cook for tea we had um chicken rice and green beans with like a creamy sauce the first night and then we had a steak pie with little roast potatoes and broccoli on the second Ooh, night and dessert and there's veggie options as well. Not that I went for veggie options because um, I'll eat anything. I'm not fussy. Um, but yeah, part of the camp is that, well, Camp Plus, you get your home-cooked evening meals. Mm-hmm. So I went Friday, came back today. So Friday, Saturday, home-cooked meals. There's fruit, tea, coffee, as much as you want. Take your own alcohol, obviously. There's <laughs> They provide lunch as well provide breakfast there's everything from cereal toast croissants you name it they really lay it out there's something for everyone no matter how fussy you are the snacks and stuff at any time of day you can go in so there's little chocolate muffins and little biscuits and amy i don't think you sold me on the food enough when you've mentioned camp in the past i feel like it's a massive chunk with you You just being so poorly focused right okay yeah on the side of things you need the feed yeah (laughs) Yeah, you do. So other than sitting in little social bubbles and spreading out and not being able to camp in the pavilion and the screens and the extra disinfectant and hand washing, to be honest, it wasn't much to what I've experienced in the past, which was nice because I don't think you can go to things like that and spend that much time learning with other people because altogether, per pony, you get three hours of tuition on one day and then four and a half was it four and a half no two and a half the following day right you spend a lot of time within your group mm. so it's nice to get to know people and the strengths and weaknesses and chat because as we both know just by talking to people you'll go oh my horse does that I did yeah. this this really helped or I tried that and it didn't help. And you just get little ideas. So it's nice to get those little groups and be able to spend time chatting. Obviously, you're not going to sit on people's knees. And you do have a few drinks in the evening and chat. But to be honest, you're that exhausted that you I was in bed for nine o'clock each night, which is unheard of for me. That was the thing that I was going to ask. So do most people, like you went on your own, you took two ponies, but you did go on your own. And I know that that's from lack of... That's because you're a bad friend. <laughs> I know, I know. We're working on being better. You know this. Um, but is that the case for everybody else, or you know, with the groups of other people that come together? Or did you feel all right being on your own? Oh yeah, it don't bother me. I'm antisocial anyway. But <laughs> um, there was a few people that were on their own like me, but were sensible and only took one pony. Yeah. There was a few people who had like buddied up and come with friends. So there was like a group of them that they had three or four horses between them and things like that so they were all supporting each other and then there was a couple of we did have a few kids on because they were running a junior camp alongside it right but it was fantastic because it's so family friendly it's not yeah we have a few drinks at night but we're not going off steaming drunk or anything like that well of course we've got to ride your ponies as well in the morning all different there was everyone from like 18 19 year olds on the adult camp right the way through to the under scale it's a very very mixed bag there's women there's gentle there's guys that it's not just a group of 30 year old women on these camps it's everybody 
So it's yeah. nice to get the different perspectives. So yeah, there was a few children on there. So obviously they were with the parents and things like that. Other people had brought the partners. You could tell them just moping along behind, looking a little bit, <laughs> trying to look like they were helping and standing there, making sure they filmed everything properly, stuff like yeah. that. Being well skilled. I think that's a thing, yeah. isn't it? I think that's yeah. <laughs> there is a really, really mixed bag of people, and anyone that is looking is wants to go and do something new who's not been to a camp but gets put off by going on their own honestly just give it a try it's not daunting everyone is so helpful and so friendly and welcoming at these camps they're fantastic you will come away achieving so much and probably with a few new friends as well yeah because it's it's impossible to not bond over horses doing similar things especially in supporting each other and watching other each other and doing the same thing no definitely I bet we were like cheering for each other because we knew how much certain people had really really struggled and the improvement in just two days was so dramatic in some of the horses it was fantastic to see so we were cheering as they like make the jump the fences because they really really achieved something it was fantastic to see this person you didn't even know existed two days ago to really be getting somewhere and you could see the faces light up and smiling just from managing to jump that jump without stopping the first time or something like that because everyone's got different issues with the ponies, or not issues, but everyone has yeah. certain areas they want to improve on. So it's really, really good just listening to the different people. Because there was four people in my first group, me included, and five in my second group. So that wealth of knowledge just by listening to another seven people get instructed, it you can't get that from anywhere else, really. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. And you I did video side pardon. You never know when that advice might apply to you. No, definitely. And how did they structure the groups? How did they decide who was going in what group? Was it just so when, you booked on? When you book on the camp, you can either pay the whole lot in one go or pay an initial deposit and then you pay your full payment later on. <clears throat> Voices going, that's shouting at harmony in the van. <laughs> and then um closer to the camp. They send in, Sharon sends an email out asking dietary requirements, where you'll be sleeping, who's going with you, and what you want to do. Yeah. So, a rough guess of some people don't want to jump at all. Some people just want to do flat work. Um. So there's generally flat work, grid work, show jumping, and cross country on these right. camps. I think they do do some which are purely dressage as well. So there's something for everyone. So you state what you're working at. And yeah. so Caddy, I said I was jumping 50 to 60, Harmony 70 to 80. Right, yeah. You put you in groups based on your ability. Right, okay. And the clone, obviously. If you want to be with your friends, they do ask that and they ask if there's anyone you want to be stabled with, put you in groups with your ability. Right, okay. And the stables. No left behind. And there's what, sorry? No one's getting left behind then yeah yeah no it makes sense it makes sense and just going back to the stables because that it made me chuckle the first night because i think i saw you post a picture on facebook <laughs> and the stables look absolutely amazing they're not temporary stables are they look gorgeous and yeah. then i knew that you were sleeping in the back of the van <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they look fantastic you'd set it up but don't please like it's not a van we live in though is it amy no nope. like you made your own living in the back of the van yeah 
Icicle Nick, not going to lie. It's a three and a half ton van conversion and it's the most basic conversion that you've ever seen. There is absolutely no living. And I get my little camp bed set up with all my sleeping bag and I've got my little lights that I hang around. I get my camp chair up, get all my alcohol and my oh, nibble yeah. set up on one side and I'm perfectly fine with my Netflix. <laughs> No, well, it wasn't even the best weather, though, either, was it? it was, um, I did all right, actually. It rained during the night, and it did wake me up because it did put it down. But the ground held up really, really well. Right. There's puddles in front of jumps, but they're all man-made takeoffs and landings on the cross-country, so mm-hmm. really not an issue. Um, I think um, we've got, actually, sorry, the um, Summerford Park farm rider did post a link to the video... Um, up there you know after one of the podcasts i think we've been on you chatted about so if anybody wants to check out it was country when i fell off in the water and you shared that that was the one so if anybody's not seen that (laughs) check back and do have a look at the video on the website definitely (laughs) so now the stables are proper or barns with proper stables in they provide haylage if you want hay you've got to take your own but they won't give you any money off and two bags of shavings and if you want extra you've got to pay for extra basically right. you go and they've put the shavings in they've not spread them out or anything they're just dumped in the middle of your stable you sort out your bed how you want it right help yourself to haylage fill up there's no water is but i can understand that because if we bust one then you'd have to yeah. um so yeah fantastic you literally just tip your muck into a big big skip no run up ramps when it's icy all yeah. indoors and so yeah even when it did rain we were dry apart uh. from the time it actually rained during the day was on my last lesson with harmony <laughs> so right. back, back soaked to the skin oh bless you oh bless you and how did it take you to drive like back well, the wind on friday was horrific so it took me just over an hour and a half i think right. maybe a little yeah. longer because i did go slow down in quite a few places where the wind started picking up but it Text me about an hour normally. There were some people that had t- taken them about five and a half, six hours to get there because of the wind, though. Wow. That's... Where yeah. was the furthest person? How far had some people travelled? Um, all over, really. They tended to be north. Mm. Like some people were Yorkshire, some people were mid North Wales, things like that. There was quite a variant of people. Yeah, no, that's good. That's really good. Interesting. Um, no, it sounds like you had a fantastic weekend. Yeah, Definitely. No, hopefully. Um, we'll be joining you next time. Fingers crossed. That's the plan. Do you, mean, you can add one of my ponies next time and my thighs don't feel like they're going to explode. I bet. I cannot wait to speak to you in the week when you're absolutely <laughs> agony. I'm all right this is going to sound awful if i pretend i'm still sat on the horse and <laughs> sit with my legs slightly parted i'm fine if i try and put my legs together with the thigh they don't want to go that way oh dear me oh dear me that's just like no this is the position that we've been in for the majority of the weekend so this yeah. is where we're staying you're going to be walking funny on monday i always walk funny you've <laughs> been riding been riding, riding a very long time and after Grandy, the little Dartmoor, there's many, many dodgy bones within my body that aren't quite where they should be, I think. Yeah. I'll need a replacement by the time I'm 40. Definitely. So, <laughs> um, 
I'm just going to move us on to some other like bits of gossip and news. Um, and you, I hope you're going to give us the inside scoop on um, what's going on. Stars has been cancelled. Is that right? It has. Um, they did the poll. They asked everyone's opinions. It was going to be really, really difficult, I think, for mainly for the riding clubs that haven't held the shows because it was going to be down the sec- to the secretaries to pick who went. Ah. And even those that got picked wouldn't necessarily go because they were doing it as a bit of a video show. And then yeah. the top 10 were going to go forward to the final. So I do think personally it would have left because a lot of children obviously go I do think it would have been a lot of people that were disappointed that just maybe they would have got a special award if they'd have gone but they didn't and it's just yeah I don't think it would have been the same I think what they were planning on doing was absolutely fantastic under the circumstances and was would have been the best way to do it they really because what was it that they proposed they proposed that they so they were going to release the schedule the affiliated yep. riding clubs would pick or send their points champion who would record a video mm-hmm. they want a certain video recorded a certain way for either in hand or ridden. Those videos would then be forwarded to the judge. Yeah. Who would score them. Right. The top ten would then go to Aintree for the final. Right. For the placings to do the show there. Okay. And then the results would all go online. Right, yeah. So, there's what, 60 clubs affiliated, only 10 would be able to go. Ah, right, okay. Which, obviously, anyone that's been to Stars knows it is manic. It's like nothing else I've ever been to. It's, it's it's a brilliant, brilliant show. The atmosphere is fantastic. And they live stream it normally. They were going to try and live stream it yeah, again. That's really exciting. So I think, unfortunately, under circumstances, it is a very sensible decision. We would have supported it either way because I know alongside the committee, our members, if it had been going ahead, really wanted to go. Yeah. But there's always next year. Of course. Of course. We'll be back. No, there is. Right. No, fabulous. Well, I'm going to lead on. We've got um, Adam from Equilab. It was really yeah. interesting speaking Have to you him. used it? We used it. We used it. We used it on, you well, You had it on the pony, didn't you? On Caddy. When you were riding Caddy and I was riding Harmony on the fun ride that we went on. Um and it was interesting because it, we did notice at the end that it didn't sort of log the canters and gallops that we definitely had, Amy. There were quite a few of them and they were very fast. Um, She's so, not and if it's to say we were trotting, I thought I must be doing some serious bouncing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were trotting at that speed, definitely. So, but, and we were wondering and we're curious why, because I think you've noticed that when you've used it out and about yourself anyway, haven't you? That it doesn't, you don't feel it has done, but you weren't quite sure, but we knew from that one that definitely. So, yeah, so. I asked him that question along with quite a few others and it was really interesting and um, it was really nice of Adam to come on because he's actually one of the co-founders. We were speaking to him live in Sweden. It's definitely Sweden, not Switzerland. It does say in the interview. It's not good. (laughs) Me and Sam have been friends for a number of years and she still can't find my house, which is awful. I don't know what we did without Satnav. I could I, literally, I'm just the worst. Like, I still feel that North is towards Manchester and that 
Scotland. No. no, no, it's the opposite way that I normally get confused when Manchester I'm driving towards south from you. Pardon. Manchester's definitely south from you. I know, I know, I know. It's just so weird. I've just no sense of direction. I'm no one ever asks Sam for directions. Just a heads but up. But that's why you know. I need the Echo Lab app because you can track yourself and it can also work as like a safety. <laughs> you know, people can check that you're still coming back off your ride. But no, it was really interesting. It was great of Adam to come on. And yeah, I think that you'll like the interview. And he's definitely, you know, send feedback over to them about the app as well. They're always testing new things. Um, it's really interesting. So yeah, yeah give no. it a go. I'm using, um, I'm off on another fun ride in a couple of weeks, so I'll give it another shot. No, I know. Yeah, we should... Yeah, maybe we'll review it as well. Maybe you can do a rider review or if anybody else listening wants to do a rider review, um, yeah. we're always interested. And you get featured yeah. and a shout out on the show and everything. So do get in touch if you want to review that. Otherwise, Amy can do it. Oh, by the way, Amy, you've um, you said that you would review your Equilibrium massage pad. Well, Jess um, has beaten you to it. And that is our review in this episode. Oh, brilliant. I use that as well this weekend at camp. <laughs> I know, I saw, I saw it on the ponies, and Jess, but Jess has shown us with um, pictures of it on her pony. I think it's Jasper, um, and she sent us some photos over there in the video. Have a look, but yeah, um, no, she was raving about it, and she did a brilliant review. So you'll have to listen to that at the end of the show. Uh, see, I'm off the hook <laughs> for this one. <laughs> you, so you should want to get put a plea out for somebody else to do the Equilab app one. Yeah, please, someone. No one. I don't like listening to my voice, so you lot can't either. <laughs> save us <laughs> and step up and take one for the team that's the one that's the one um so yeah you get us on the socials at the host feed the host feed uk but until next time that's all from me and amy and we will speak to you soon bye bye <laughs>
Uh, yeah, so um, we have one person that have a stable and a horse, uh, and then we have me that being surrounded by questions, but never actually read them before Equilab. Uh, but now I've written a couple of years, so no, I can't. I don't tell myself I'm a writer, but almost. Uh, and then we have the third one that is, uh, has been writing a little bit before, but more on like a leisure level, I would say. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. But obviously, maybe having to start riding so that you can test the app out and stuff. You'll yeah, say. exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it was like that, and like to get to know kind of a better understanding of kind of how it was in the stables. Yes. Uh, I think kind of it's been um, it's been really good to have kind of one person come kind of inside the door and like other uh, couple of people like outside as well, because yes. then you kind of see it from another perspective of the kind of obstacles and the kind of how things are made. Yes, no, most yeah. definitely, because I think yeah. you touched on it before, but like you said, there's a lot. Like I wear a Fitbit every day myself, you know, to track my own steps and things like that. And I think in a lot of other sports, they're much more digital, aren't they, in terms of tracking the results and, and the performance <coughs> and everything like that. And with sort of riding, we are a little bit, or we have been up until more recently, a bit behind on the technology. Yeah, I think so as well. Like I think, but it's been strange as well because it's like even more important. I think for riders because you have not only kind of yourself to in your own development, you have this kind of six hundred kilo animal you need to take care of as well. It's like as like double twice as important to actually kind of understand what you are doing, and uh, yeah. I know it's all working no definitely well obviously a lot of our listeners think the same um we put some stuff out on social media and we said that we were going to get you on the show and everybody was really excited we had a lot of feedback and we asked our listeners as well to sort of come up with some questions and I think everybody wanted to know sort of how it was started and whose idea which is what you just covered but then other people were interested in what sort of research you had to do in order to design the app yeah, it's like, um, it was really interesting actually when we, uh, so when we founded a kind of company, uh, we set as a goal that we wanted to have something out as quickly as possible. So it took us like a month from we decided to actually have to release that. Wow. Uh, but like that app was worthless. Like it was, if you did a training more than an hour, you just crashed. Uh, if oh. you didn't have a specific type of horse, it didn't work. But right. the thing was like, it worked really, really well for some users. Uh, for some writers and then they like because they didn't have anything before and this actually provided some value for them so then they started helping us kind of testing out and helping us come up with new features and that is kind of how we do it still today like we uh, we have like experimental kind of section in that today where we just release things really early on and we right. get people to use it and give feedback and we try to just develop things i think like that equestrians want uh, yes. yeah and um, what would you say the main challenges were that you faced in sort of developing of the app and the technologies that you've used? Have you had any issues or problems in regards to the app development? Yes, I think um, you always have different issues. And I think it's like stages. Uh, it's like a while back we had, uh, there was a lot of users that are kind of complaining that uh, like they, it wasn't stable enough, like it crashed a little bit more too much. So then we like right. focus, I think like a half year on just increasing that. As they, today it's much more more stable and like one of the more stable apps in the app store. Uh, so I think it's been like you always have kind of different, we call them like focus areas where we need to improve. Mm-hmm. Um, but they changes, I think, over time. Uh, early on was just getting something out there that works for some people. And now it's more like needs to work for everyone and needs to be on a high, good level every time. Yes, yes, yeah. No, most definitely. Yeah. And so... 
what sort of features so obviously I, I get that as you've gone through your research and development for your app and like you say it seems like you've constantly evolved and changed and sort of listened to what your riders have wanted in regards to the features so what are the main features that you've ended up with now as your app stands sort of like today yes like for uh, yeah like equilab uh, yeah since we are kind of doing it from the user feedback like it's how we see question is like a lot of things focus around the training uh so then a lot of equilab focus around the training as well so we uh, for those who don't know, like the kind of a main feature in Equilab is that you are able to like automatically track what you do during your ride, and then it kind of uh, creates these insights for you after the training, which you can use to get a better understanding of what happens. So you don't have to concentrate on that on the training. You can use it afterwards and see what actually happened and take in those insights. But mm-hmm. yes, to get to know what happened is like then you need other things as well. We realize like you need to actually be able to share that to your like team, your trainer, your friends, your family, your farrier. Uh, so then we have like this social part of Equilab where you can share and kind of share knowledge to each other. Yeah. And then we have another part that is more about planning ahead because uh, when you start to know what you are actually doing and what happens during trainings, you can actually take informed decisions on how to actually change things going forward to the better. Yeah. So we have uh, like a section for that. And then of course, like for almost every rider, the kind of the stable is a big part of it as well. So now we've built a, certain, a couple of tools like around helping kind of stables collaborate a little bit easier. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah. And then like, uh, it depends always like on what riders also telling us to do. And then we try to kind of evolve into that way as well. No, it's really good. It's really yeah. good, definitely. And do you see any difference between like the UK and the European market? So obviously users in your country as opposed to users in the UK. Do you, are there any differences that you've noticed there? Yeah, it's a, it's a super interesting question. Like I think um, overall, like kind of the similarities are more than the kind of differences in different markets. But of course, like we, like last month, I think we were used in kind of 90 different countries all over the world. Wow. Uh, yes, but it's like we see these kind of differences in how like people are riding personally like in the uk you have kind of show uh, show hunting which is kind of big yeah uh, like if compared to sweden it's almost like non-existent in sweden right I see. yeah and you all have this kind of how people are training for example like uh, yeah we recently had like a transition like what is a transition in different countries and those ah, kind of questions and it actually should like uh, for some countries it's more changing kind of the beat or changing the gate but then, like in some countries, it's like changing and changing back. So you have to like adapt those kind of things and understand how people are thinking about it differently. Uh, of course. Yeah. Yes, I wouldn't have thought of that. The actual like tracking, yeah, because I suppose in some countries that would be maybe speed. Whereas, like you say, in the UK, maybe where it's showing, yeah, you wouldn't necessarily, it wouldn't be the same pickup, I guess, on the app, would it? I uh, know, exactly. No, it's like those things differ as well. So, like, it's, but it's super interesting. Like I, we have like regular calls with people all over the world. I think like last yeah. week I spoke with someone from like Brazil and try like to understand kind of how they think about things. Yes. Uh, but yeah, like I think the main thing is like the core is kind of is really similar wherever you are and kind of whichever discipline you are in, and then like, uh-huh. it's how you belong to that, which differs a little bit. It's it's surprising and it's really interesting to think about because we, um, myself and Amy, co-host with me, we went on a ride last, a couple of weeks ago, and we used the Equilab tracking app on the ride. And 
I, that the reason that I asked the question was because it picked up the walk and it picked up the trot. Um, but we were riding quite small ponies, you yeah. see. And don't get me wrong, when we went really, really fast in the canter, like what would be, I suppose, a canter with a big horse, but was more a gallop with the ponies, then it logged as a canter. But we thought, well, there must be a point of difference there because we're on quite small ponies. And although we know that we've cantered some of the rides, some of it was showing up as a trot. I mean, it got to the canter eventually, but for us on the smaller ponies, it almost had to, we had to get quite fast, you know, for it to pick up. But then it makes sense when you say it like that because, yeah, it's like, at what point does it pick up and, and what's your. Yeah, but actually, yes, yeah, like how Equilab kind of figure out the kind of gait and stride and those things are actually not the speed. So. Right. Uh, speed is kind of a weak variable like we use it a little bit but not that much because like of okay. course you can trot faster than you can yes. encounter like we can't use yeah. that purely so what we use is actually uh, kind of the movement of the phone it's like how oh. it moves uh, right. and then we have like uh, we actually it's a little bit technical now but like we have this kind of ai built up yeah. we trained on yes. a lot of different horses and a lot of different riders so that yeah. we're able kind of to detect kind of what happens during your ride uh so yeah of course like we know that it's um like if you have a really really small horse that have like less movements it's a yes, little bit exactly yeah if you have kind of um like an icelandic horse we have a little oh, yeah. bit troubles with some of their movements as well depending on horse uh they do a tolt don't they they do a tolt it's like an in-between a trot and a canter yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. we actually yeah. have a feature to actually neighbors but it's still in beta we're like experimental feature so we're still trying that out but it's uh but yeah, like are we like on a good day, uh, like on average, we are uh, around like ninety-seven percent correct, kind of when we classify. But it's of yeah. course like those kind of horses or kind of edge cases. Then it, uh, yeah, does. And it was, and what you said makes sense because it was my friend that had the app on hers, and she was riding a really, really small, small pony. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it does. It makes it yes. It makes complete sense when you said that. Yes. No. Definitely, she yeah. was on it. Um, yeah, no, really interesting. Um, and what, so what countries use use Equilab the most? Where do you find sort of most of your users come from? Yeah, it's like uh, Equilab, yeah, like I said, like we, um, uh, we have like users all over. I think kind of our big kind of where most users are is the same countries where it's a lot of riders. So you have like Germany, UK, France, uh, US, Canada as well. And then of course, like we are from Sweden. So we got in some kind of, yeah. growth here as well because yeah you know how it is yeah. um but yeah like it's the big kind of like most users are in europe or like in north america uh then we have like a couple of thousand users in south africa as well oh. uh yeah but then it's a little bit distributed all over the world i would say has anywhere surprised you you know as you've seen sort of um <laughs> yeah like, it, like yeah. yeah it's a lot of like kind of um countries like you never really heard about before and then like they pop up and it's like oh wait is this a country and then it's like you look it up and you find it uh yeah of course it's uh yeah but it's uh, like we have most i think uh most countries kind of in africa is using it in somehow uh i think it's more like some kind of asian countries where they doesn't really allow after a play store where it's not that many users but yeah yes of course that makes sense yeah, yeah. um so what what's the plans for Equilab in the future? What what are you guys on with? Yeah, I, it, yeah it's like it depends a lot on the users. I would say, uh, it's like we have a couple of really exciting things coming up now. The like upcoming months, 
but like users will find them before we release them in the experimental kind of section right. uh, in the app. Um, but I think we are focusing on a lot of kind of training and getting more data to the kind of training part of Equilab, uh, uh-huh. focusing a lot on uh, kind of uh, the community-wise of getting people to actually share kind of knowledge between each other, especially mm-hmm. now like in the kind of weird situation we are right now. Yes. You cannot acquire new knowledge without meeting up there all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. And how has, do you feel that, I mean, I don't know if it will affect it, has, has COVID and everything been with you guys in Sweden? What's it been like for you over there, just out of interest? Yeah, it's like Sweden has been uh, like the, we call it like the teenage child in Sweden. Like it's been, <laughs> yeah, we've done differently than everyone else. Uh, which is super strange because we usually not doing that, uh, but it's been okay. I think um, it's we haven't really noticed it that much, except you see the yeah. numbers every day, I would say. Yeah. Or kind of Equilab, I think it's been uh, like people have. Uh, we haven't seen that much of a like difference. Like in some countries, of course, people weren't really allowed to go to a stable for a while, like in yeah. France, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we've seen like some other countries when people are working from home. They were able to actually spend more time kind of in the course. <laughs> so we've seen yeah, kind of both worlds of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, I think in the UK especially, we really wondered how it would go. Like, and I know a few people in industry were concerned about, you know, obviously losing the businesses and things like that. But yeah, it's interesting that you should say that because it did feel that it swung the other way in that actually people had more time at home. And when you were forced to just look at your own little world, your horse yeah. then became much bigger within that and you used it as an opportunity to spend. So it's interesting to say that you saw the uptake, the uptake and reflect that. Which Yeah, is, exactly. Yeah. No, we definitely saw that. It was, uh, it was like a super strange kind of situation and it's, uh, and like especially like people didn't have to travel to work, I think as well, and that made them have a little bit more time every day. Uh, so it's, yeah, it was a big uh, kind of how the world changed overnight there. Yeah, no, yeah. interesting, interesting, and I think Sweden have done very well out of it. Although you have done your different thing, it's um, a testament to um, what can be done. If yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> interesting to see. Um, yeah, I think the rest of us are all like, God, they managed really well. Where did we go wrong? No, I don't think, like, I don't know, really. Like, we will see in a couple of years who had the right way of doing this, yeah. That's it. It's still very much out there, isn't it? So, that's fantastic. So, anybody that's interested in finding out about Equilab, where can they find it, and how do they sort of get involved and get in touch and stuff like that? Yes, like, they find it on App Store or Play Store. Uh, It's available in all countries. Uh, And we actually have buttons in app to get in contact with us really quickly. Uh, and yeah, like uh, we just download it and try it out and see kind of how you want to use it and kind of what features are for you. And if you have any questions, yes, let us know and we will try to answer it as quickly as possible. Definitely. And yeah. I will say, of Adam and the Equilab team are absolutely fantastic. They got back straight away. Um, any questions or queries? And as Adam's made clear, you know, they do like feedback and they do take it on board and they're constantly adapting and evolving and bringing you an absolutely brilliant app that I think gives a lot of value to the riders, most definitely. I agree to hear, yeah. Yeah, we we try at least. <laughs> yes, yeah. no, you're doing very well. No, thank you. Yeah. Adam, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, and thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. A massive thank you to Adam there for coming on the show. We hope that you enjoyed hearing about the app and how it's been developed and the plans for the future as much as we did. 
After this short break, we're going to be joined by Jess, who's doing our rider review. She's reviewing the Equilibrium Massage Pad, which is a brilliant, amazing review from Jess. We absolutely love that. And then, of course, we've got our social media shout-outs. Check out those at the end of the show. Did you know the Horse Feed UK podcast now has a website? It's thehorsefeeduk.co.uk. Here, you can listen to every episode for free and catch up on what's going on with the show guests. You can also enter our brand ambassador search and our cover star competition. Like and subscribe to stay up to date and keep in touch with us. Check it out today online at thehorsefeeduk.co.uk. Hi, I'm Jess Gilson. I'm 11 years old and I have three ponies. Charlie, my competition pony, Monty, now semi-retired and loving life, and Ant, a very cheeky miniature Shetland. Today, I'm reviewing the Equilibrium massage pad. We brought our massage pad about six months ago, direct from Equilibrium Products Online. We had previously borrowed one and got good results, so when there was a sale on, we got one. We pay £250 in the sale, but they are usually around £325. Equilibrium claim that the pad is clinically proven to improve back flexibility and promote relaxation, helps with blood flow, helps with toxin removal and can help alleviate back problems and help from travelling and has been part of our warm up and cool down. The pad is very easy to be put on and it is the shape of a large saddle pad. It has two circingles and a chest strap. It has three massage settings, low, medium and high, and it is heated. Each session is 30 minutes, however, you can manually stop the session whenever you want. We use this pad for maintenance a couple of times a week before riding and after travelling, and also in between classes at competitions to keep his muscles warm. My mum has also been known to use it herself at shows on a particularly cold day. As soon as we put the pad on, Charlie visibly relaxes and is almost asleep within minutes and quite obviously enjoys it. I personally believe that Charlie feels more flexible after wearing his massage pad. I would definitely recommend this. Thanks for listening to my review today. Make sure to follow my Instagram. It is jess underscore and underscore jasper underscore eq. Thank you. A big thank you to Jess there for that brilliant rider review. Remember, if you guys fancy having a go at doing a rider review yourself, just get in touch either at the website or on Instagram. Next up, that leads us in very nicely to our social media shout-outs. We're going to start off with Instagram. And as Jess just said, you can follow her and Jasper over at Jess underscore and Jasper underscore EQ. We've also got a shout-out to Windsor Carriages, Hippo the Cob, The Subjective Perspective, just Calibre and Country Fashion, Gentleman Afield, Floyd Buckley Humphreys, Zoe Keenan and Amelia S underscore 06. That's Amelia Stanton. Hi guys, how are you all? We hope that things are good with you. We also want to say hello to Emily Duff, Saffles. She's one of the brand ambassadors for the amazing digital horse. Scarlet Horsework, we love their stuff. And of course, EJ underscore Smith underscore Native Ponies. Hi guys, to you. We hope that you're enjoying the show. That moves us over nicely to Digital Horse. 
do head over there as we keep saying it is facebook for horses we're on there i'm on there myself sam the host at the horse feed uk so do add me i'm always happy to connect with anybody just some new members that have recently joined up annalisa cleary philippa williams sophie Pugh, jora dorstal aa gabriella Nagy, thea roberts barbara keenan and karen jardine if you join up guys and you want to shout out on the show please just let us know we're going to say hello to um noah smith laura cowell kelly kramer maggie ferguson tracy rhino astrid martino fiaco sorry my pronunciation is awful um louisa jeffries and natalie moline hi guys welcome to digital horse um i'm sure everybody's giving you a very warm welcome over there because we know how friendly that community is so over to facebook that leads us in quite nicely we love you on facebook we do we put out a funny post this week asking of you guys about what um the the weirdest um equestrian sort of thing non-horsey person had ever said to you was the answer and we had some very funny responses to do head over to the facebook page um and give us a like and, and have a look over there so yeah um abby baker um julie andrews um annette peters nicolette clark Lisa Maxine Lord, Lenise Gile, um, Susan Wally, Lucy Fell and the Super Cob Club. If you're not already a member, do jump over and get yourselves added to the Super Cob Club. Lucy was on last fortnight's show. She's the owner of Super Cob Apparel and that was fantastic to hear all about her story. So go back and have a listen and also join the Super Cob Club. There's also a segment on our website for all our past show guests. Lucy's is updated there. So if you want any of the details or to find the direct links, head over. Colette Briley, Saffron Mitchell, Robin Giselle Brown, Carol Gent, Francesca Webster, Beb Bolin, Ruth Barnes, Julie Madden, Karen Collison, Debbie Harrison and Karen Afrin. And do again check out Karen's page, which is Cancelly Box. So yeah, thank you guys. We obviously, as always, we love keeping up to date with you on social media. Don't forget, tag us in, hashtag the horse feed UK. We, we love seeing what you're up to. And yeah, check out the website as well. Until next time, we will see you soon. Hello, baby. You may have noticed that the cover star art has changed. We have the beautiful Steelo Blue Native owned by Samantha Osborne, who was the winner of the cover star competition. If you guys want to enter for the Christmas cover star competition, that's all open now on the website. But a big congratulations to our new cover stars, the face of the Horse Feed UK, Steelo Blue Native.